Welcome to Sizzlin' Arrow Outdoors. Our podcast, like our community, is all about helping you live a healthier lifestyle by learning how to prepare your own mouth-watering meals for friends and family while supporting local farmers and ethical hunting practices. Fresh, clean, organic. It's time to eat right by owning your food from turf to table. And now, here's your host, Sizzlin' Arrow founder, Paul Rhodes. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the Sizzlin' Arrow podcast. I appreciate y'all being here today. And if this is the first time that you have tuned into the Sizzlin' Arrow podcast, welcome. And, you know, if you haven't done so already, make sure you go and check out our website, which is www.sizzlinarrow.com. And then also check out the Introduction to Sizzlin' Arrow podcast. And that'll kind of explain a little bit about what we do and what we're looking to accomplish. But, you know, uh, before you do that, listen to this episode. We've got uh, some great content lined up for you today, especially if you want to know more about coyote hunting and why we do that. So anyway, uh, a couple mentions before we get into the episode. Um, we've got two new hat styles out. Uh, we've got a blaze orange with a camo bill, which is perfect for the rifle season. And then we've also got a cryptic camo, uh, sizzling arrow hat, which, uh, you know, both these hats are, uh, really nice looking. They fit real good on the head. They're not like bulged up like some of these hats you see. They're really goofy looking, but these, these are nice hats. And, you know, if you want one of these and you want to support what we're doing, Check out our website, again, www.sizzlinarrow.com, and I'll have those up for purchase probably in about a week. Uh, another mention I have is we do have a few other offerings as far as, like, if you're local. Um, I mean, even if you're not local and you want to travel down here and hang out with me for a couple days or whatnot and do some hunting or fishing, you know, we have those options as well. And the, I'll have everything posted, on, again, on the website within about one to two weeks. So uh, we've got fishing tours on Jordan Lake. We can go on Shannon Harris Lake and Falls Lake. Uh, we've also got beginner courses for deer hunting. Um, you know, I, I guide you through the hunting experience and just teach you how to find the deer, what to do with the deer afterwards, all the stuff that a hunter is going to need to know when they go into the woods. So um, that's really, really fun stuff, really cool for the beginner hunter. Um, you know, we've got cooking courses, uh, some like beginner archery courses, stuff like that. So all that information is going to be up on the website. So we've got a lot of, a lot of offerings coming to you here in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you go and check that out. And, um, yeah, that's really it. You know, I've got a few other things that we're working on, but I don't want to talk about those yet because we haven't got them hundred uh, percent lined in yet. So, uh, big, big stuff coming down the road. Anyway, uh, I'm going to stop rambling on about that. We're going to actually go ahead and get into the episode. So today we're going to talk about coyote hunting, why coyote management is important and just, kind of what we do uh, with the animal after we get it. So, um, you know, the reason that I wanted to talk about this is I, I, I get asked quite a few times about, you know, if I hunt coyotes, why we hunt coyotes, what we do with the animal afterwards. And, you know, one of the questions I get is, do I eat it? <laughs> um, no, I, I don't. I don't eat the coyote. Um, there's other reasons why we hunt those, you know, predator control is a big one, uh, trying to keep the other animals, um, from being 
diminished due to uh, too many coyotes out there, too many predators. Because really, where I'm at, and I mean, pretty much everywhere around the uh, United States, coyotes do not really have a predator except for us. So there needs to be some sort of management uh, with them to keep the packs and check to make sure there's not an overabundance of them and you know the other thing is uh, another reason why we end up hunting coyotes is you got to keep you know with these type of animals you got to keep the fear in them uh, you got to make sure that they are afraid of humans because if not they are going to end up attacking small children dogs um you know just becoming too close for comfort because i mean they can carry rabies they can get sick. They can make you sick. Um, they can, uh, like, get into your trash. They can, uh, again, attack small children, such as what happened in Dallas a couple of days ago, actually. A uh, coyote in an urban area uh, went up and attacked a two-year-old boy on his porch. You know, you'd think that you'd feel safe on your own porch, but apparently this dog, or coyote, not dog, um, even though they are part of the canine, uh, but this coyote came up and attacked this two-year-old boy. The boy's in critical condition, unfortunately, in the hospital. So hopefully he comes out of it and um, everything's going to be okay with that. But I mean, that, that shows you that that coyote was not afraid of humans. Um, and you know, some of the reports in the news thing, I mean, you can Google it, you know, two-year-old attacked by coyote and it'll pop up on Google and give you the whole story. But from some of the interview, uh, clips that I've seen and some of the write-up, you know, people in the neighborhood were, uh, feeding the coyote. Uh, some of them were actually getting so close to where they could pet it. So this thing was very tamed and had no such fear of humans like they should i mean where i grew up in wyoming if we were driving out in the back country and a coyote seen us doesn't matter how far it was three four five six hundred yards as soon as they seen that truck they were gone man they were they knew that we were trouble they knew that they were not safe around us and they took off so we didn't have to worry about getting attacked by coyotes over there uh but with when you're in suburban areas and you know and people aren't aware that feeding these animals are um causing more damage than good i mean they think they're helping they think they're you know oh the skinny animal needs to have food no well they can fend for themselves they're meant to fend for themselves out in the wild do not feed the wild animals. So, and that's the same for geese or any other wild animals. Don't feed the animals. They can fend for themselves. If you start feeding them, they're going to become dependent on the food that you're giving them, dependent on you. And then they're not going to be able to fend for themselves in the wild when you're not able to provide the food for them. And then they're going to end up starving, die a miserable, very painful, suffering death. So uh, you think you're helping, but you're really not. So just don't feed wild animals, um, especially in the case uh, with coyotes, because, well, you can see they become unafraid of humans and they attack small children. And, you know, that poor kid did not deserve that. And that could have been prevented. The other thing is, in my opinion, they need to open some sort of like urban hunting, bow and arrow hunting. We have that here in Durham to where they have open seasons within urban areas of course you got to do it in spaces that are not 
crowded with people. Um, you got to be careful and have s- strong regulations on this. But, you know, an urban bow hunting season for coyotes and deer, um, that'll alleviate a lot of the problem for overpopulation in the neighborhoods, um, possible attacks on small children and small animals. Um, you know, more car accidents by deer in urban neighborhoods. I mean, you know, it definitely adds a lot of benefit, but it has to be, yeah, it has to be regulated and it can't be overdone, um, by any means. And you got to be very safe with that. So, you know, there's things that need to be worked out. I know our Durham County area does have urban hunting seasons and other, there's other places around the country that have it as well. So if they can do it, I don't see why other counties uh, and other cities can't do that as well. It just needs to be run properly. Um, yeah, so that's honestly, you know, as far as keeping the coyotes uh, scared of us, that is a, one big reason why we want to manage and hunt them. But two, um, you know, if, if coyotes become overpopulated, I think I kind of hit on this a little bit ago, but they rain havoc on the smaller game populations such as rabbits, you know, the bird eggs, uh, turkeys, uh, deer, you know, fawns. Um, so if there's too many of them, you're going to start to see a decline in the other animals there. And it just, if, if they're not managed properly, it just throws the whole circle out of whack, if you would. Um, but, you know, don't get me wrong. Coyotes are necessary for specific things. Um, you know, they keep the smaller predators in check. You know, they keep the foxes in check. They keep, um, raccoons and other, uh, small mammals in check, rats and mice. They keep them in check too. So, um, you know, they, they have their place within the wild sector. I'm not, I'm not in agreement to where we just need to wipe them off the map because, that's not a solution for anything, but I am not in the grants that we should not hunt them at all either just because we don't eat them because there, there's, you know, we can use their hide for, you know, you make coach, you make gloves, um, they make nice wall pedestals, nice mounts. Um, great for scaring kids, by the way, if you have a life-size coyote, um, mount, scares the crap out of the kids if you put it somewhere they don't expect. So that that's funny. So comic relief, another one. Um, but anyway, you don't necessarily have to eat them to justify hunting them. So it's really the coyotes that you take out, you're protecting small pets, you're protecting small children, you're protecting other mammals, other small game, such as deer or such as rabbit, my, uh, not mice, but who, who, nobody wants mice. So such as rabbits, geese, ducks, um, turkeys, and then larger games such as deer, uh, you know, even small goats, chickens. If you raise chickens, uh, sheep or lambs, um, I'm sure they'll probably go after a calf too. You know, calves are a little bit bigger, but if they're hungry enough and they got enough in the pack, why not? Right. So there's a lot of reasons why you want to manage these animals and keep them afraid of humans to where they stay away from populated areas. So, yeah, I mean, it's, that's honestly, uh, why we, why we hunt them, uh, why we want to make sure that we manage coyotes as well. And, you know, another thing that I failed to mention, you know, they had the coyote attack on the two-year-old boy in Dallas, um, not too long ago, but back in 
2021, um, three women uh, were attacked by a coyote in Calgary. And I believe that coyote was rabid. I didn't read a whole lot of that. I just seen that in the headline. But, you know, again, coyotes can get rabies. They can come and bite you. So not just getting attacked, but they can make you very sick. So and that comes, you know, the more coyotes there are, the more chance of them having the uh, infection and spreading it on to other animals and people as well. So just kind of go back through what we talked about. Coyote management is necessary. Uh, Total eradication of coyotes is not necessary. But not doing anything about them is not necessary either. This is the reasons why we hunt coyotes is to protect small children, to protect small animals, uh, protect small pets, um, keep them afraid of humans so they don't come and invade our spaces. I mean, we can live in harmony, but they don't need to be getting extremely close and like attacking kids on the porch. Um, it helps uh, protect the deer herds. It helps protect the small game species. And so we don't want to eradicate the coyotes uh, as much as some people may say we do. We don't. Uh, we want to keep them because they are necessary for our ecosystem. But we also want to make sure they don't overpopulate and become a danger to us and other animals as well. So anyway, that is really all I want to talk to you guys about today and just give you kind of a insight of why we hunt coyotes and why it's important to hunt coyotes. Hopefully this shed a little bit of light on uh, anyone that may have questioned that. And, you know, I mean, if, if y'all want to try to eat a coyote, let me know. I will bring some to you next time I get one and uh, you can tell me how it tastes. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> so that, that's up to you. Uh, but anyway, I uh, appreciate you all listening today. Again, hope this was uh, insightful and helpful to someone and just kind of maybe shed a little bit of light on why we do what we do and all that stuff and why it's important to um, manage those critters. So anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star rating. Love to get some reviews. Haven't got any reviews. I don't know what y'all are doing, but need to get some reviews coming in here. So please, please leave us a review and let us know what you think of the podcast. And uh, make sure you check out the website, www.sizzlinarrow.com. Check us out on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And uh, just kind of keep up with us. Follow us on those. And, uh, you know, we'll show you kind of what we do on a day-to-day basis. So anyway, pretty much it, guys. I appreciate y'all tuning in. And again, do all those things for me. I I greatly appreciate it. And we will see you back here at the end of the month with another interview shows. So in the meantime, get outdoors, get in the kitchen. Simply just make things happen, guys. And I will talk to you all soon. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Sizzling Arrow podcast. Learn more about how we give our members the tools they need to become self-sufficient in transforming their eating habits by visiting www.sizzlingarrow.com. You can also follow our hunting, farming, and culinary experts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. See you next time.